Fighters, just wanted to give you an update about the live show in D.C. It is definitely happening. We are going to be in Washington, D.C. this Saturday, June 30th for the Families Belong Together rally. It's happening at 10.30 a.m. We are going to be performing later that night, 10 p.m., at the D.C. Comedy Loft. It's at the Beer Baron Tavern. Beer, B-I-E-R, Baron Tavern. 1523 22nd Street Northwest Washington DC come hang with the gang bring cashola we're going to be raising money to send to people that need need it so the the people affected by ice so be there just fucking come it'll be fun peace Street Fighters. Is it playing twice? I'm hearing it twice in my headphones because I'm listening to the live stream. Folks, we are doing a live stream right now on YouTube. Uh, If you want to hear it, you can uh, sign up over on Patreon.com. If you're donating $5 or more, once again, $8 gets you that physical zine. So as long as you're doing that, you can watch the live stream of the show. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is Street Fight Radio. My name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quinby. We're here every single week to spread dissent and disruption all across the flat earth. We want everybody to stand up for themselves and stop letting the uh, upper crust from taking everything from us. So... Thank you for being here. If you're interested in that, I know that we had a big moment uh, with someone getting elected in New York City. And so it's spreading. People are ready to take care of each other and think about things in a different way. Um, thank you, social media, for fucking it all up for everybody. Uh, we have been doing this for seven years now. We started back during Obama. We were trying to tell you the United States fucking sucked. No one really believed it. Now that Trump is here, we're all in the same bandwagon and ready to restructure the way that things are so it begins with a simple podcast coming from the heart of it all columbus ohio and now we move forward into complete domination uh of the ruling class right pretty much yeah and also just laugh about poop which is what we were doing before we started the show yeah that was gross so when we do the feed people get me talking gross and then we come onto the show and we do the real show and it's like you know what i just saw like as we were uh as you were doing your intro that really bothered me what's that i was scrolling through our feed and somebody posted uh like a dead body a motorcycle but that floats in the air. Yeah, the drone like one. Yeah, and like I was like, oh, dude, I would, I would love one of those. And I found out they're only making them for the cops. Yeah, it's like United Arab Emirates or Dubai or something. Yeah, police are gonna have flying through the air drones now. Yeah, actually, drone cycles. Yeah, Gwen had the most like woke thought yes the other yesterday or like street fight. It's definitely a street fight thought. We were talking about flying cars and how I said flying cars would kick ass. I was like, flying cars would be cool, you know. Then we could, you know, fly home and stuff. She was like, if we have flying cars, only rich people would have them. And I'm like, well, Damn, eventually you're right. we'd get them. They some get of the Tesla. Chrome, 
Once they got like intergalactic travel, they'd let us have flying cars, man. Yeah, they'd trade in their Teslas and just get a flying car, yeah. and we'd be stuck with, with their Teslas. Teslas. We get a bunch of used Teslas. Yeah, Tesla lighting on fire while we're driving it because the battery's wild. Matcha latte stains all over the inside. <laughs> yeah, so. I hate how like the military and cops get all the first tech. They get the first crack at everything. Yeah, I know. All the science goes to that when we could be doing like cool shit with science instead of like figuring out how to obliterate people with science. So can we mount uh so can we mount a gun to it and maybe right. some pepper spray on one of those LRAD noise machines? Yeah, I really like those Boston Dynamics, those robot people, but then when I think about putting a gun or a bomb on it, it's like I don't like those things anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No thank you, robot. Yeah. No, we're like you killer robot. And people are always You gotta like, do it with your bare hands, you're gonna kill somebody. Yeah, people are always like the robot the joke about like the robots rising against us, I'm like, I just turn the fucking thing off. But what the other thing I'm saying but what I think about it is like the only reason they're making robots is to like kill people, it feels yeah, like yeah, that's time. that's the cutting edge tech. Like why can't the first robots be for like doing surgery? and stuff like wouldn't that be the cooler thing to do nobody wants to give up their bmw sports coupe yeah that's true that's true i don't know i like robots i'm a big robot booster i'm a robot guy man i used to like battle bots okay it was a television yeah. show that i truly enjoyed i was really into that i did i like uh i like johnny five did you have like an erector set at all i did i had an erector set how'd you do oh um, you, you know, make anything interesting made a crane Okay. I just followed the directions and made the things the directions said. Erector sets didn't really have many options, really. There was a lot of freedom. I didn't feel like it. I felt like you could either like follow the directions and make like a crane or a robot, which my set didn't have enough of the pieces to make the robot. <sighs> yeah, you were hindered. I was hindered by the... Uh, I mean, I had a pretty big set, but I think I had the medium size one, which is such a strange thing. I Yeah, my parents generally went medium I go large all the time because I remember what it's like to be a kid and wanting an enormous thing, you know? Yeah, agree. But I didn't. I don't even remember asking for an erector set, but I got it and I was really excited about it and I did play with it. I just didn't. My erector set was a Kinex. Remember those things? Yeah, the hip one. Yeah, multicolored, neon, plastic, snappity snap. I got a billion of them and used to get them from garage sales. But I never got to build like the, I always wanted the Ferris wheel more than anything in the world. I always wanted the that robot. That thing was like magic to me. I just always wanted a ro I wanted the robot from Rocky Four. <laughs> yeah, that was a cool robot. I mean, that's a robot we all were dreaming of. I love that goddamn Bring robot. Bring you drinks and shit. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all it really did. Oh, so we got to do some news, Brett. Uh, did you, have you heard about, have you been keeping up with this tariff stuff? Because I have been, I, I don't like understand it that well like it's not something that i'm overly like that i'm like studied on or anything but i started i i started paying attention because uh i start i i saw actually two articles and uh so i want to start with like i'm trying I, to remember that one i read today here's the first one i read today <laughs> this is where i first learned about this Jack Daniels Tennessee whiskey prices will rise in the European Union due to the member country's new 25% tariff on imported U.S. whiskey. Uh, 
So they're going to make it expensive over there in Europe so they can't have their American parties. <laughs> they're just so they're shutting down like American imports now. Well, they I, a- everything costs more because Trump is putting a tax on anything that you export out of the country. Okay, okay. Or maybe it's anything that they bring here because I saw this other story too. Harley Davidson is moving some production overseas in response to President Trump's actions on trade, and as a result, they begin the, they become the largest target of the latest target of Tweeter in Chief's ire. So Trump's pissed off at Harley Davidson. So Harley Davidson, of course, wants to sell motorcycles to people in Europe because that's that's only people that think that shit's cool still. <laughs> yeah. Besides I, Joe Bonamassa concert goers. Yeah, Jay Leno. Yeah, the bikers for Trump, right? Yeah, the are they hard? Yeah, I mean, there's no other choice. They're not on Triumphs or Indians or anything like that. Oh, those are also motorcycles. Yeah, yeah. No, I only I thought everybody wanted in the end. I Harley thought everybody is, wanted a Harley. You're right. I mean, if you're a biker for Trump, I don't think you'd ride anything but a Harley. No, because it's a status symbol for them. They're like, oh, well, not anymore. They're gonna have to light their Harleys on fire now. Yeah, even though I I'm a big fan of the '70s like Kawasaki's that they had in all those movies like Mad Max and shit. That there was I think it was like the KZ1000 was this just very minimalist motorcycle that just went real fucking fast. You know, I liked like I I mean I was a big fan of the Ninja. No or plastic. The you like the yeah I don't like those. I mean they look I've never so been cool. into them. They're so loud. They're not you can that put loud. They, you can put neon on them. They're super loud. <laughs> you never really scream by you on those things. Yeah, but they're not as loud as like a heart. No, they're right. No, and no, I no. hate that noise. I love that noise. <laughs> Ugh, shut up. I've let them know you're there. Yeah, I feel people like don't a, pay attention. I feel like a lot of the older Trump guys though have moved on to like trikes. Yeah, like T Rex. Those those, uh, those uh, slingshot. Is that what they're yeah, called? Yeah, slingshot. With the two wheels two, in the back. Yeah. And the, because you can like. I have seen a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, it's a ton. You can sit so comfortably in it. Right, right. It's it's easier on the lumbar. <laughs> yeah. My dad used to always tell me, like, you know, you can talk all you want about those ninjas and those katanas, but the real best motorcycle you can get is a Honda Goldwing. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> luxury vehicle. I looked it up and I was like, that's not the best. That's the that is the exact motorcycle that when you're driving it, you listen to Life as a Highway on. That's the that's the motorcycle that the song Life is a Highway was written about is the Honda Goldwing. Yeah. Uh, So Trump tweeted this at Harley Davidson, which I don't (laughs) usually cover Trump's tweets, as you might know. But it just it like really like highlights the weirdest thing about the guy. Harley Davidson should stay 100 percent in America with the people that got you your success. I've done so much for you. And then this. Other companies are coming back where they belong. We won't forget, and neither will your customers or your now very happy competitors. That's the president, dude. Weird. I've done so much for you. I Hey, I've been fucking doing a lot for Harley Davidson. I'm Donald yeah. J. Trump, you know? Yeah. I've been a huge booster of Harley Davidson in the past. Like, I do poker runs all the time, folks. <laughs> He's never ridden a motorcycle. He's never done a poker life. run. He's never ridden a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. What are they going to do? What are the bikers going to... I guess they'll just get an Indian, as you said. Or uh, what's the other one? Triumph. Triumph. They'll just get one of those. Yeah, I, have I don't a know theory. what's left. I have a theory about it. Is there a Kickstarter motorcycle? 
or like a hate starter, whatever they use, right yeah. wing shit. For some reason, when I read that first story from the Hill about the Jack Daniels, I thought it was going to come be more expensive here, and I was like, yeah. oh shit! But that's just Europe, and it's like, well, I don't, I don't really care. So someone explained in the chat that it, this is really like a petty thing. Like, he, so he said basically, you want to sell in America, you're going to pay the price, and they were like, okay, we'll just do that back to you. Yeah. Yeah. And so they are charging. So to get your Levi's and your whiskey, right? Yeah. To well, get, nothing's made here. Get your is Jordans. It? Is anything made, made here? here. I mean, it still like, count if it's made in China? <laughs> I think some Chippewa boots are made here, maybe. Yeah, you can't uh, get your Red Wing boots here. There's some Woolrich stuff is still made here. Um, and nothing else. Yeah. Marine layer. Oh, NPR did report that there are people at the company with misgivings about Trump's policy, but all of the workers we talked to thought Trump is doing the right thing. I mean, but but Harley Davidson is doing the right thing too. I, it's just like if it's going to save you money to move over to Europe, that's what you got to do for fucking business, right? Yeah. If you got to sell CBD pills like it's a fucking as on as seen on TV commercial, that's just what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, after all I've done for you, after all Harley I've done Davidson, for you, you, you turn I, around and you do this to me. I took a Harley Davidson fat boy to every meeting during the summer months. <laughs> do you think he's ever ridden a motorcycle? Hell no. Like, I feel like Hell. he's never done anything cool in his life. Like, that's one of the things I think about him a lot is like a motorcycle. No, no, no. He's, he's just ridden a ridden rascal. In... Remember when he rode that rascal when everybody else was walking? No. Like all the world leaders were like, we're going to do this. We're going to walk to this thing. And he was like, I ain't walking that yeah. far. And he just jumped on a rascal. I'm going to boogie off. Yeah. Okay. His diet is worse than mine, which is a feat. Okay. Sure. Yeah, he wouldn't ride. He had to ride a rascal, which is, I mean, fine. If you need to ride a rascal, yeah, if that's they're fine, available, I'll take one. He's a power guy. You know, he's like, oh, I'm fucking a powerful guy. Yeah, I feel like he's just ridden a desk chair. I don't think he, I can't imagine him. No, he's just done a business all his life. Just a businessman. <laughs> a bad businessman. Yeah, he is terrible at business. Oh, man. So I saw this. Uh, Columbus has a couple of pretty bad laws coming up. I think we might have to go to work. What do you mean? Fighting Columbus, fighting uh, in Columbus again. Have you seen? The, so I want to I go, have a law I want to get to after we're done with this, too. So I want to go to the first Ohio law that passed. And this is, uh, I called it the Ohio Trans Bill, which is probably not the way to talk about it. But okay. uh, Transportation? Uh, no. Uh Ohio House Bill 658 had its first hearing before the Community and Family Advancement Committee on Wednesday after being introduced back in mid-May. The bill was sponsored by Republican Representatives Tom Brinkman and Paul Zeltwanger. Nice name, <laughs> Zeltwanger. Hey, Zeltwanger, what's going on? Do I get when I zelt you into Wanger like that? <laughs> if the bill becomes law, it would grant Ohio parents, guardians, and legal custodians the right to withhold treatment for their child's gender dysphoria if they're under the age of 18. It would also require government agencies and schools to immediately notify a child's parents or guardians in writing if they exhibit any <laughs> symptoms Oof. of gender dysphoria. Yeah. It additionally prevents government 
government agencies and schools from providing any treatment, including counseling and therapy, for gender dysphoria without written consent from the child's parents or guardian. Any government agency or entity who provides treatment for gender dysphoria without written consent will be charged with a fourth-degree felony. All right. Uh, so this is bad. Like, this is a... This is a it's not helping. It's... It's not helping kids that are going to get in being a fucked up situation if their parents find out, you know? Right. Yeah. It, 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 and like a lot of parents can be pretty hard on gender dysphoria homeless. still. Be homeless because of this shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kids will get kicked out of their house for this and like or run away, which is a perfectly reasonable thing if your parents are. If, if right, your parents are, you know, sh- I mean, lot, quiver, listen, quiverful folks, people or whatever. Do you think these guys understand that people's parents are shitheads? Like, do they even in their mind think about the fact that some people's parents fucking suck and that like you're really just all you're doing is setting somebody up to abuse their child? That is all you're doing. There's not there's not a, like a, another there's not a good thing about this. I yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I don't uh, I don't see the government needing to force the conversation. You That's know? the thing. If a teacher wants, like, because now they've made it so if a teacher want, you know, if a kid feels comfortable coming to a teacher and talking about issues that they might have it with with if they have gender dysphoria and they have it, this is basically like. If you go to your teacher and tell your teacher that your parents are are hitting yeah. you, then your teacher has to inform your parents that you told them that. Right. Like this is the same thing to me. This isn't. This is like not much of a difference from that because this will lead to bad things. Well, it's just it's not um it's not in the best interest of the person really, which is what we should be. I mean, I don't like governance in any sort of fucking way because this is the type of shit they do, but it should be towards bettering that person's life and uh having confidentiality is something that i think we should all be allowed to make those decisions amongst our ourselves without the government weighing in on it you right know? this is not something what i guess what you're saying this isn't something that needs to be done no this no is something this that doesn't have to happen yeah we aren't solving a problem here this doesn't solve anything you know like this isn't a this doesn't do anything so uh, our legislation makes clear that all government entities, including schools, courts, hospitals, and child placement agencies, must inform all parents or guardians when a child expresses symptoms of gender dysphoria and obtain permission before engaging in any dis- gender dysphoria treatment program or therapy. See, I mean, and you know, I'm not a teacher. I'm just an old person that smokes weed around young people <laughs> and then tries to tell them about the world. Um but I, I mean, I, I've I've said to a kid before that like you are your own person once you're 18 and you can leave this situation. But you're not. I mean, like you said, run away is an option, but ride out the storm until you can get away is really what a lot of people are dealing with. Right. And this is coming from me. I, I literally turned 18 and left in the middle of the night without informing my parents for years. I didn't talk to him for years. Yeah, I was gone by the time I was 20, and I left in like a huff and never came back. Yeah. You know? And, and I wasn't dealing with any sort of the level of what, you know, could hap- could potentially be happening uh, in this situation. That's the thing. You're, you're- but I under- but this like, 
this is what they're missing. This is the people making this time. This is what the law is always made with this like golden virtue in mind. They have this idea of perfect morality in their mind where you would, you know, and this is what they're governing from. And it's just not based on reality, you know? No, we have also included penalties for governments, government agents who violate these requirements to emphasize the importance of parental involvement in life altering gender dysphoria treatment. Additionally, a parent's refusal to engage in some forms of treatment may not be used against the parent in a determining the allocation of parental rights in a child custody, custody disputes. So that like, so I if mean, the I, mother is okay with it and the father's not okay with it, that's not used that can't be used in judging who goes right right it just has to be like uh, i mean all the, yeah part of me is like well maybe the judge will exercise discretion but like <laughs> i don't have any reason to believe the fucking that dice roll. i've never met a judge i fucking liked or, <laughs> or thought trusted was, yeah or thought was like making reasonable choices i don't ever i don't trust any sort of a judgment judge. no, no. They're the worst. They just seem bad at judging. Brinkman has said that the legislation is in response to a case earlier this year when an Ohio judge removed custody from a 17-year-old boy's parents who were preventing their son from transitioning despite his being diagnosed with gender dysphoria, depression, and anxiety. I mean, do you think maybe that one could be a like, okay, I'm a person, I am, I am a person who... Uh, like who sees myself as one way and my parents don't see myself as that way. Oh no. And I can't be the person that I think I am. And I'm being asked to be a person that I am not, you know, like that's the thing that like you don't, I, I, as just a straight guy talking about this stuff, like it's something that like you never even think about like the fact that like, it's not just, like they tell you that you can't be who you are. They tell you that you need to be something else. Right. That you're not. And that's the part that's really heartbreaking to me to a kid. Like just telling, telling somebody who's 16 or 17 that like being who you are is bad or gross or not right is like, it's, that is like, it it breaks my heart. It really fucking breaks my heart. Like I don't it's know how you could think that you're protecting your 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 kid if you do something like this. Uh, the parents well, instead maybe from the maybe from the uh, flames of Jesus's hellfire. Sure. The parents instead wanted him to undergo Christian counseling to determine the cause of his gender dysphoria. <laughs> oh, God, see, <laughs> yeah. Once again, like I'd like to have a conversation, but not a conversion conversation or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can have a conversation you can talk i mean my to kid wouldn't be once Your again kid my would, kid would tell me my kid would just say it well i don't think it would become an issue that's what i mean that's what, I, that's what i'm saying she would just say it to me yeah or she might not she i mean or you just it happened things gradually could also happen sure, too, sure. as they get older and older. And it just, it's just who they are. Like, it's not that necessary to figure out somebody's gender. It's not to me. Yeah. I don't see that as very necessary. I think it's fine to like, understand like what are traditional gender roles, but like, I like, I, I mean, something that really, I, I like to see people, taking on whatever roles that they think they are and yeah. not following what traditional nothing else traditional is good everything traditional fucking sucks true 
So, but we're talking to people who think that traditional is just a synonym for really good stuff that always was great. Yeah, the way it was. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. the best we can do. Yeah. And uh, Judge Sylvia Sieve Hendon awarded legal custody to the 17-year-old's teen's maternal grandparents who were in support of his transition and allowed him to receive hormone replacement therapy. The judge also called upon legislators to enact laws that would give transgender minors more legal rights. Uh, so what did the Republicans in Ohio, Columbus, Ohio decide to do? Maybe enact some laws that give transgendered minors less legal rights. They are, they are good at that. They weren't like putting the kid, they were giving custody to a kid's grandparents whose parents were abusive to him or her or them. They were abusive is what I'm trying to say. Like that's, that's abuse to me. And right. like, uh, especially the Christian therapy, like what are, th- what is this fucking idiot Christian guy who like, what does he know about fucking anything? And he's going to diagnose what is causing something that's not really even a fucking problem. He knows about the good book, my man. <laughs> he's read one book. He has read one book. He has read one book a lot. A f- he bunch read- of times. He has a reading group for one book. That he's done for his whole life. Like, you can say that you understand a book, but you don't fucking understand a book the way that they understand the Bible. We need to find somebody in the city that is following that. We need, we, we should put a call out to anybody who follows this sort of news. To I would love you to call in and talk. I'll do a third show with you. Because uh, I, I just, I don't, I don't want to act, like, you don't want to ask somebody out of no like i don't want to ask somebody out of nowhere to be like will you be the person that calls in and is transforming Uh i want to get somebody that knows about the issues and that is passionate about talking about it because this to me like i can only see this as like government sanctioned abuse like that's the only way i can see this as like this is a really really bad idea yeah i mean the people yeah yeah, you're just forcing it to happen. You're forcing the, you're forcing a conversation that probably shouldn't happen with some people, you know? Yeah, yeah. Vulnerable people, too, yeah. by the way. I mean, not even just vulnerable because they're experiencing gender dysphoria, but maybe even vulnerable just because they're minors. Like, it's so fucking hard to be a teen. It's so hard to be 17 years old, no matter how old, no matter who you are. And uh, just... Listen, you should know better, parents. Parents should fucking know better, Brett. That, like, we keep going through, like, every... I feel like, for me, it's been very easy for me to be, like, open to everything. Like, nothing my daughter's ever said she is has depressed me or made me feel like I needed to get her counseling, you know? And that's, I think, I mean, that's because I love her. And, like, I want her to be the ultimate version of Gwen. You you know what I mean? Like, whatever the ultimate version of Gwen is, that's what I want her to be. I don't have something in my mind that she is supposed to be. Right, right. For sure. No, I mean, in an, uh, I just don't, it's, that's just not where a lot of people are at, though. I mean, that's, like, cutting edge. I, I, God, 
I, I that's mean, not the that regular. That to me just feels like love. Like that feels like the definition of. This is going to sound so corny, but it really does sound like the definition of love and family to me. I'm like, I'm like feeling choked up just thinking about it. It really fucking disturbs me that something like, like I can't imagine what it must be like some to be somebody that's, you know, gonna have to deal with this type of law because these these fucking idiot men can't figure out how to just let people be who they are. Yeah, and I mean, and like, imagine a teacher catching a charge for this. Yeah. Well, you know, the hope is like that. Like I said, like we have you you it sucks that like they like they're making people operate in the shadows it's a lot like the drug war you know because i think i know teachers and i know like that they're not just gonna not do it you know like i i i t like most teachers I, there are gonna be some that won't do it because they're chicken shit but i think most teachers will take the risk to help somebody because if your parents are oh, helping sure. you then sure. who is you know, it's the same yeah. way like I learned about sex or whatever. I didn't learn that from my parents. I learned it from a bunch of fucking idiots that were my age. And like, that's why I had really unhealthy views of what sex was supposed to be. And other than like, you know, the obvious things of like living in a patriarchy. I mean, nobody ever talked to me about like any of my parents didn't talk to me about any of it. You they know, didn't, they didn't tell you you got to make the woman come. Mm. No, I mean that's that's cutting edge, <laughs> like mean, out there these days, for real. Like, no, that's what that's all it is though. It's got to be fifty fifty. Like we both we both gotta go. We both gotta go. I agree with that. I agree with that. Like I'm always like, you know, I gotta do what I gotta do to make that happen. But I'm not gonna make mine happen without making that happen. Right, right, that's right. That's just right. important to me. Sorry to say this on the it's show. It's chivalrous. Brett always makes you toxic masculinity. Brett always brings it back. So that that story, I, like I said, if anybody knows, um, of I mean, like a trans rights activist, I like we that, should, I mean, we got burned down in churches, man. I hate them. They're hate awful. Them, dude. They're I fucking awful. It just makes people so self-righteous and convinced, convinced that they know how everyone else should be living. Right. Or that yeah. they have the secret ingredients to how life happens. Yeah. And you can't do it any other way. Right. That's the fucking thing, man. Like, if a person figures it out, if you want to do fucking plexus all the time and that's you figured out that plexus is the way to be and go... Great, fucking be a right. multi-level marketing plexus person, but don't make me be a multi-level marketing plexus. Yeah, don't person. drop. <laughs> I'm not gonna sell Juice Plus. Don't force me to be an Avon worker. You can sell it all, <laughs> yeah. all you want. That can be your, get your fucking side hustle. religion. Yeah, you get know? your side hustle. Your religion can be. Don't make me. You, hey, look, I love it that you like to run. You know, I love yeah. it that you like to jog and it's great for you that you get to jog around a neighborhood. You can jog a 5k, you can do a run. I'm happy for you that you found that thing that you love. Don't make me fucking do it. I don't want to have to do it. And that's exactly what religion is. It's, it's the way that these people act is that I figured it out. And this is the way to fucking do it. And nobody else can do it a different way. And if somebody does it a different way, we have to, because they go after the most vulnerable people every oh, fucking time. Every fucking time they get there in their mind that something's deviant. 
it's never, they don't ever go after somebody like me. I've never had a church yell at me. You know what I mean? I've never well, man, had a church tell me I was wrong or bad. When you were listening to the Marilyn Manson CDs. I did. Actually, one time, I'm, I'm going to be, I'll be candid right here. I did get a white zombie CD broken once because the, I, it was La Sexorcisto, Devil Music Volume 1. And I was at my, my uh, mom's house for the summer and they were going through a Christian phase and they, uh, Broke all my CDs and and also ripped up all my cigarettes that me and Jason had to go steal something to get forty dollars to buy two cartons of cigarettes. Right. It's like they ripped up all my cigarettes too. I was thirteen. I wasn't gonna be able to just go buy cigarettes. So he helped me figure out how to get cigarettes to take with me on my trip. And then they got broken within like two days. That sucks. Yeah, sucks. but they broke a CD. But I mean, you know, it was like by that time I had already turned like pretty anti-authority. I was like, fuck you. I love the devil. Yeah. You know, <laughs> nice. But yeah, so that that law want, really that really set me off this week. I, I, I want to dedicate broken. I just want to say um, I dedicate that last bong rip to Jeff Barwa, the eminent prof on Twitter. Yeah, he's a good boy. He's a good teacher. I don't know how to say his name at all. Brett's done 15 bong hits just yeah. since we've been talking about the trans I've, If we had a fucking hookah right now, I would be so into it. <laughs> just keep the, the keep that shit burning. Keep that Kaya burning. You can't do it, man. I, I've vaped twice since I got here. You don't no. need that much. I love it this much. So we got a second law from Columbus. That is another one that's going to get us going. Okay. Columbus City Council is looking to impose legislation that would address the issue of aggressive panhandling. I saw this. Uh, I did. I got all my emails. All my Columbus emails came in, and they were uh, don't talking read the about comments this. on those. Do oh, I know. not read. No, I checked those. them. Did you read them? Yeah, I checked them. They're gonna be bad. I haven't looked at them, but I know what they are, though. They didn't stir up too much. It's when this is the type of issue that liberals will get behind. Everybody, too. So everybody's kinda, into hating on homeless people. Yeah, so it's kind of like liberals and conservatives. It, like the the only ally is like people like us. There's not a, really a lot of allies for homeless people. I think people pretend to care. Well, and some like, people do volunteer though yeah, at shelters and stuff. Churches, will churches like do pick up the slack on pick that. up some slack, but they'll also like be like, "Have you thought about also loving right. Jesus Christ?" We have a prescriptive <laughs> lifestyle for you based yeah. upon our multi-level marketing scam. <laughs> yeah, so now we put church under multi-level marketing. <laughs> it is. It's like Plexus or Juice Plus or any of those things. Church is there, too. Yes, exactly. This is the second thing. On Wednesday, members of council gave members of the community a chance to offer feedback on proposed legislation that was based on community input from a March 2018 hearing. Okay. The new legislation enforces the following. Knowingly touching or grabbing another person or their property without consent while attempting to engage in distribution. I never had that happen. I'm a white guy, though. I'm like a big guy. I, oh, my I, God, dude. I had the craziest one. What happened? There's a man, my exit, when I get off the freeway, there's somebody flying a sign there usually. And this guy, I gave him $5 and he started breaking down crying and like grabbed my arm and oh, was no. just like, and then I gave him $20 more. And then I was just 
then the light turned green and I just fucking drove away. But he was like fucking losing it. You have this beautiful moment, but the light turns green and you have to leave and it's I all was... over. That's beautiful, though. I mean, I don't know <sighs> if it's beautiful. So somebody shouldn't. Like yeah. it should be easier to get twenty five dollars. Sure, I think. sure. Like I've always just, agreed, there should be like a <laughs> part of the post office job should be given twenty five dollars to somebody that needs it. I think two hundred fifty dollars anytime you need. Sure, it. sure, sure. On demand, yeah. on demand, two fifty. I've got this whole thing. Get you a out. dinner and a place to to stay. Yeah, if anybody could just uh, listen. Maybe fill out a paper and you get two hundred fifty. Like you get there's maybe you gotta a hoop. you gotta you gotta like you gotta <laughs> present your case. Yeah, maybe there's a hoop, but I right. think anybody should be able to. It should be very easy, easy. to get two hundred and fifty dollars. Right. I've actually figured out that the amount of money that would make my life perfect is two hundred thousand dollars. I just wow. need one two hundred thousand dollar check, and I'd feel so happy forever. I think so. Yeah, I think I could You're do so well on a two hundred thousand dollar check. Spend it all. You you would buy a boat and be like, I got two hundred thousand dollars. Are you serious? Why, I would, why do I care? No, I'm saying I'll pay my loans. No, okay. My student loans. That's my smart. wife's student. Penny loans. hoarder would recommend that. That's pay my car off. Okay. Right? And then you got to buy another one of those. They don't last forever. Just pay my rent for the rest of the one year. Okay. And then I would have my shit together by the end of that year. Like the gamble is that like, I'm starting back at fucking zero. I want Uh, to get to zero. If I could get to zero now, I would be in the best fucking shape. Sure. 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 I can't get to zero now. By the time I started making enough money from my job to do something, I'm now like $85,000 in debt. I'm never getting out. It's never happening. And all because I decided to go to stupid college. Like it just that makes me mad. So You learned um, a lot of good stuff though. I did. I I this show isn't what it is if I didn't go to school. It actually doesn't happen if I didn't go to school because I wouldn't have been able to buy that four years. I would have to we get can, like a real job somehow. Can we write off your college as like a business expense? <laughs> I fucking wish. Let's man. write off your payments as a business expense. It's too uh, just it two hundred thousand dollars. I bet you if you gave any person two hundred thousand dollars, they'd be fine. That's like That's, yeah. I mean no. Money. I mean goddamn. I mean I'd be chopping blades fine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You'd be just done with the loans, done with the student loans. They're over. Actually, just get rid of the student loans See, but and I'll pay you, off the rest of at, my debt. Have you looked at how, how much houses cost, though? I'm not because buying a house. I don't want a house. That's what I would want. I don't. I don't have any interest in a I want. I would love to have no rent because think about, like, not having to pay your rent every single month. Dude, how fucking balling you'd be then. My daughter's going to be 14 uh-huh. in one, in, like, four months. That's four years away from 18, and I don't even have to own a house anymore. Sure. I could not own a house. Sure, you're right. I could not rent. I could fucking go buy a $3,000 Winnebago and live in it. I could get a one-bedroom apartment. You could um, also try to get into house flipping and do, like, one terrible job and then convince a listener to buy it. No, I'm not going to flip a house. My plan... For $200,000 is to get to zero and then have a little bit left over, you know, so I can... For what? Like organic avocados? Weed. Okay. Probably. I'll buy some weed. Okay. I'll probably get some mushrooms. Okay. Like I'll, a growing kit. Yeah. Probably like 20 kilos of kratom because I know they're going to make it illegal. Eventually. You know? And uh, pills. Some pills. Okay. Uh, a TV. I'd get a new TV. Okay. I need a new TV. My TV speakers are blown. And it's 
the most Bobo TV ever made. It's a plasma. I have a plasma. <laughs> so it's uh, not doing great. Knowingly following another person while attempting to engage in distribution after receiving affirmative communication that the person is unwilling, unable to participate. Coming within three feet of an individual actively using an ATM, obstructing a highway, street, sidewalk, railway, waterway, elevator, aisle, highway, entrance, or exit to which the public has reasonable expectation of a package. Now, like, people are probably thinking, yeah, this- some of these are, people are probably thinking, like, some of these maybe, yeah, you shouldn't, it's, it's rude to go to somebody when they're at the ATM. Yeah. Like, that's a private place. Or, like, I don't want people touching people and making them uncomfortable. I just don't think that these well, are going to be enforced in a way. Like, they sound... Like, you could read these and is, say this sounds reasonable. It's not. It's, it's uh, not. It will be enforced in a, such an unreasonable way. Well, and the thing about it is that there's already laws on the book from, like, harassing people or intimidating people or beating them up or... Do it. You can't, like... They don't have free reign to, like hustle you out of your money or throw you up against a fucking wall. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's yeah. still fucking illegal before this law was made. Yes. Yeah. There's a bunch of laws on the books about assault and right. touching people already. Yeah. So this is specifically made to add like petty charges, right? It's a good way. It's a way to get people kicked. It, again, it's a way to put homeless people in jail. Yeah. It's been, They've been wanting to put homeless people. They always want to put homeless people in jail. I've talked many times on this show about uh, going to a jail for a field trip when I was in college and the jail psychiatrist telling me like telling us like, well, you know, we actually provide shelter for the homeless, too. This isn't all bad. And it's like it's fucking jail, dude. Yeah. It's fucking jail. It's not shelter. <laughs> yeah. This is jail. This isn't good. But this was really like, this really bothers me because uh, I don't think that it's, I don't think that it's that huge of an issue in the city. I don't, I don't feel like it's that big of an issue. And I feel like you don't treat an issue like this by just throwing people in jail. This should be. A, uh, a way to kind of take the temperature of how the city's doing. How many people Dude, are out there that need? I saw I saw a response to this. It was I think it was linked from Columbus Navigator, which one of my favorite sites in Columbus now, actually. And uh, they had mentioned that there was experiments done in cities where they found like the top 10, top 100 users of the ER. Mm-hmm were home like like a percentage of them were homeless yeah because they can't go anywhere else right and so they took they ended up taking like a a percentage of that population and providing them with houses yeah and the hospital saved like so much fucking money yeah just by diverting their funds that they would spend trying to treat people that we've discarded by just actually providing some sort of level of care like that saves a ton of money yeah and I'm always of the belief also that giving the police something else to do. Yeah, it's not it's good. It's like, I don't want to do, unless yeah, it's once cleaning. Again, I mean, all you got to say, I mean, really, it's like, uh, it's like refereeing in fucking baseball. Yeah. There's no camera to back it up. If some cop says, I saw you within three feet of that ATM, you're going to fucking jail. What are you going to do? 
Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, exactly, too. Like, there's no... And people are going to use this also to get themselves out of uncomfortable situations, True. too. That True. they should just handle because it's part of living... Like, it's part of living in a city. Well, it's part of like living in a world in a where we don't we don't um, offer any sort of services to these people or yes. offer any sort of stewardship. Yeah. We offer them jail. Yeah. it's It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't work on paper. Like, to waste all this time punishing these people it just emboldens the police gives them more money and costs us more in the long run more power the police that really are really the columbus police department who is really responsible with whatever power they have i guess we can talk about that next the Comfest. can i talk about something first yes, I, yeah go for it we have in columbus ohio now our very own scooters what were those san francisco scooters lime bike Lime yes. Bike. Columbus, Ohio now has the lime bike and I am in the neighborhood that they targeted and there are fucking bicycles strewn all over the goddamn sidewalks everywhere I go. People are just ghost riding those things into a fucking tree. It's awful. <laughs> no one is, no one is using them. I've yet to see someone using them. Yeah. I've seen them. I've seen like 19 of them parked near like a, a busy intersection. And then I've seen one of them upside down on a fucking bike trail <laughs> 15 miles away. So now you understand, like I was always just kind of like, eh, you know, just step over the damn scooter, but there's a lot of them. Well, this is a situation. It's like some tech asshole dude got a hold of a hundred thousand dollars or whatever the fuck it was and now we're dealing with this thing yeah now we have to go this around pet and project. Fucking step over his step over a bike fucking get out of our car and move the goddamn bike as we're driving right and once again this money this could have been this is once again we he could have just bought bike they could have just bought bikes for people that need them you know it would reduce the strain on the bus system yes yeah, yeah. You're, they yeah. could have just said, "We're we're gonna use this money to buy three hundred bicycles. If you're in need of a bicycle, let us know." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean, we have bikes here. I have a fucking way, bike. Too. Well, no, we have. Every, but the people in our neighborhoods, they're into bikes or they drive to work. I mean, there isn't a lot of people that are on the fence that they're not gonna just grab a bike and go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, there, it's just it's just not how it, it is. For? In Columbus, in Columbus, you can drive anywhere you want. The most I spend in the car is like twenty four minutes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. I, I, I guess like, uh oh shit! Somebody just said that sixty percent of Portland arrests were homeless last year. It's easy targets, dude. Yeah. It's fish in a barrel. Yeah, they just they they. It's so easy to fucking bust them because nobody's going to defend them in court or, or even if the police come, they're like, Oh, you know, the, the police are over there doing that. Let's, you know, get away. Yeah. That, that, uh, that is crazy. And it's just really, it's one of those things where you look around and you realize you're in, you know, you know, you're in, you're sharing the world with other people, right? Like you yeah. said, we live in the city and so many people are not willing to own up to the fact that this is how we are treating folks at the bottom. But they you know? don't want to. And, they don't, and, and you're right. Like, 
there are a lot of people, and this is, I think, a recent phenomenon. I, I don't know, like, fairly recent phenomenon that, like, it used to be believed that if you live in a city, you're, you're living in a community, you're part of a community, and part of the reason you live there is because you want to be where things are. Right. You know, you're living I live, on top of each other. Yeah, we live in the city because we want to be where things are going on and we want to be where things are. But you, there's like a class of people in the city now who generally, you know, obviously they're the same class that are problems with fucking everything. But they believe that their their city experience should be like basically being in a mall, a, a suburb, clean yeah. mall, you know. And that's not what the city is. Like, you can't just say that these people don't have a right to exist. What? Where Where do they go? What happens to a homeless person who's panhandling? If they can't panhandle without being harassed by the police, well, if you're gonna if you're gonna riddle them with charges too, I mean, what what do you you really want to banish them to fucking jail forever? Yeah, or ban I mean, and and when you're when you start asking about what they want, like what do they want? Like that, not not the I'm talking about like the the people who complain about it. Like well, what do they want? Well, like what do they is, want to be? What do they really in their mind want to be done with these people? Not not like what they say they want. Oh, we'd love them to all have a house. But that's not realistic. So, okay. Now that that's not realistic, wh where do they go? Where the do bad, they go? The bad part of town. The, they, I mean, you have to move. I'm Traditionally, I would... I'm I would move to the suburbs, but now the city is the hip place to be. You have to all move out and I want to live here, go away somewhere else. I mean, that is it. They just want them. They just want people gone, gone and gone. they don't care where they I don't go. want my neighborhood like this. I don't want to see this. I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to acknowledge this. I don't want to know about it. I don't want this to be it. I demand it. It's annoying. To I'm Farouk Assault. I mean, it's a, they, they're just saying it's the permit these, patty, the permit patty thing that popped oh, off. Jesus Christ. That woman get out of town with her. Um, they, she just doesn't want to be inconvenient. She wants to live where the things are, right? I don't well, even know I, if she does want to live where the things are really. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, I had, we'll, we'll get into the, you, you were starting to talk about this, but when we were at Comfest, um, there was a young kid that came up to us that was walking around everybody in the crowd and said, I'm selling candy for my basketball team. Would you like to buy some? It's a fundraiser. And so I bought some because like the food that they make there is great, but it's not sour patch kids. And that's what this kid had, right? Right. He yeah. had sour patch kids. Yeah. He had Reese's pieces because he knows what people want. He's right. a damn kid. He had <laughs> he he bringing had... you bonbons or nothing. <laughs> But when I stopped, when when after I bought it, somebody was like, "Oh man, you got caught up that you got like taken or whatever." And I'm like, "I don't, I didn't get taken. I don't give a fuck what he spent that money on, you know. Like I just he, I mean, it was what I wanted at the time, <laughs> right? Who gives a shit? Like if it really went to a basketball game right. or not? Like it pro I always generally tend to think that they do end up going to a basketball. Sure, team. a lot of it does. And if it doesn't, who fucking cares? I don't. Who fucking can What if it went to action figures? Then would you feel bad? Like, oh my God, he went and bought a Funko Pop. No, you, that, 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 like, 
it, no, it strictly has to be for basketball players because that's what he asked for. He asked for money for basketball he players. Must, he, he probably bought brand new Jordans. Right. And they don't, here's the fucking thing. They don't have a problem with the guy that holds a bloody picture of Jesus up on a big pole and screams no. at people no. as they walk into the festival. Nobody has a fucking, I mean, they have a problem with them, but the police don't like remove him or anything. Yeah, that was a weird thing uh, this year. We're talking about ComFest. It, it stands for Community Fest in Columbus, Ohio, every single year in the month of June. Uh, there is a public park called Goodale Park, quite large. Yeah, and it's a beautiful park, actually. It's a big one for the city. I mean, it's not like Central Park size, but it's sure. as close as it gets in our city. There's a fountain. There's a gazebo stage. Uh, and there's playgrounds. There's tennis courts. And so the whole thing gets taken over. Everyone basically throws a blanket on the ground, listens, listens to local music. The beer this year was all locally brewed stuff. Uh, the money raised usually goes this year. They were collecting tips actually for homeless people. It was for a homeless shelter thing is what the tips uh, at the beer beer tents were. Okay. Um, they end up raising money, you know, for uh, a few years ago, they did one. They, um, what was it? Uh, sick days. They were raising the issue of everybody getting paid for sick days. Yeah. So, and there's a lot of communists there. There's socialists. The, co- the DSA sells the wine. The DSA is in charge of the wine at our ComFest, if that makes you understand it more. I guess. It used to be the Communist Party, but they don't do as much of, of Ohio, so the DSA ended up taking it over. So It starts in like, it started in like the 70s, so it was like during the free love, peace man. It's also, shit. can I say something really important about it? You can spend the whole day there for free and yeah, not spend that's a true. fucking dollar. That's true. There. You're um. We, you can bring snack. We you know we brought a bunch of snacks and food and uh, secret marijuana tincture. And <laughs> no, alcohol. I mean, we brought a bunch of weed. Yeah. Um, and that's traditional too for Comfest. Traditionally, you're you can smoke weed there openly. Yeah. From the first, oh jeez, from the first years that I was going, you could smoke weed there, and it was just perfectly fine. If you wanted to smoke weed in a park, you just did. The police didn't bother you at all. Um, they actually kind of stood on the perimeter of the park and they never came into the park. That was the tradition was that they would stay at the corners and be called in only when necessary. And it's a, but it's changed recently. Right. And it's because it's a community festival and police are not part of the community. No, (laughs) they're enemies of the, of the community, but the community wants to get litty. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. I saw them arrest, but this this year, in the past few years, it's gotten more and more uh, invasive to the point where last year there was actually a controversy about somebody on a jazz stage wanting to cover fuck the police. That became like a big problem last year. I remember that. Yeah, and and so this year, uh, or and there was the year that you didn't move back yet, but there was the year I kept sending you pictures of the scissor lift. The police scissor lift that they that had. That monitoring they station. Yeah, they had those uh, big white, like uh, the big uh, white, it looks like a mini Winnebago or something, like an Airstream, just a mini trailer that they pull up and uh, look at everybody. So th- this started happening, a f- I don't remember what year it was, but a guy was on acid and he stabbed himself to yeah. death. Himself, nobody else, right. himself, and he was tripping. And they said, this thing's getting out of hand. It's getting violent. The police need to take a more proactive role in policing ComFest. Right. Uh, So now 
they walk through the park and they stand around like fucking hall monitors dude yeah yeah like when you're sitting and you're enjoying your vibe and you turn around and look and there's just two fucking cops standing there like what is that i felt like i was in fucking school i felt like i needed to ask them if i could go to the fucking bathroom yeah that's the same i mean i was like i really i i had a one hitter on me and i was trying my hardest not to get caught with it because Mm -hmm. i was so fucking afraid because they were just putting people in handcuffs and taking them out of the place. I saw them doing it over and over again over the weekend. I kept seeing them, and it was just really like I saw this is we saw one person, yeah, yeah. We saw one person with they had his backpack in his hand. Did there were and I saw a couple other people on the other side because I kept seeing was, them and yelling boo at them. There was a dick groper there, dude. Did you read that? I no, I didn't actually. Did they arrest him? Yeah. Well, no, no. Actually, this is they didn't need the police. Some sex predator like grabbed a kid. Oh, whoa! And then the the dude's dad just like ended up tackling the guy. And I mean, at that point, like you just get fed to the piranhas. And I feel like yeah, whatever yeah. happens, whatever happens, happens, happens. Yeah, right. Yeah, I didn't see that. But I just also don't think that the like that was something that this is a big public place, and if people saw it happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'd be taken. No, the police, I mean, like, I just, it, it, it's not a dangerous festival. The, it's not dangerous for groups of people to get together. No. That's well, what we're fed. That's we're taught to believe that when a big group of people gets together and gathers in the same place, that that is dangerous. Like you're in a dangerous situation. Well, yeah. And that's the thing too, about the thing about it. That's so uh, to me, when I thought was like, this is what everybody wants the park to be. Like everybody thinks like we don't even have to buy fucking beer from somebody. We could bring our own fucking beer to this. You know, people could bring their own cases of beer to the park and we and bands could play on the fucking stages every single goddamn day. No, yeah, that could happen anytime. But this time it happens and everybody just goes wild for it. And Loves all it. that's all I think about is like this is what the park should be. Because, you know, I spend time I go to like the free spray grounds and the parks and all the things around the city and nobody's fucking using them. They're so sparsely attended. No, because there's nothing to, you can't do. You're not lot. allowed to. Yeah, you can't. I mean, if you're by yourself smoking weed at the park, you're going to fucking jail. Yeah. Maybe at Comfest, they just kick you out and tell you to go away. They don't. They, they were they taking probably put you in jail. Yeah, yeah. They were putting people in handcuffs and carrying. I mean, they get to get a bunch of people, right? Yeah. I, I, I've seen a lot of... Uh, I I I well, I've, I've seen it get like the and I and still love be, Comfest because it is like it is really a place. We we were talking about this the other day. There are a lot of people in town that think Comfest is dead because uh, it's po- it gets more and more popular every year. More people show up, but there were no there are no corporations involved in it at all. It's all volunteer run. The bank doesn't get a booth there. You know, no, right, right. Insurance companies don't get. No a one's booth handing there. swim bags out. It's just people's. Like, like weird jewelry. Yeah. There's people. lots of old records. <laughs> Church of Scientology has a booth. Druids have a booth. Druids have a Polyamory booth. Polyamory people have a booth. Uh, uh, marijuana, marijuana legalization people have a yeah. booth. Uh, it's just people with you could, different there's a, There was a glitter booth where you could get the glitter beard, yeah. which I missed out on. Hannah. Hannah lots there. of Hannah, yeah. Yeah, you'd have got that glitter beard and somebody would have taken a picture of it. Then there would be an op-ed and like BuzzFeed, like, men are getting their beards glittered. Right. Look at this man. I've already read it, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I just, it, it's so nefarious that the police 
that that like uh, they treat it like when a group of people gathers, it's dangerous. It's gonna be a problem. I actually had it's a not. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I had a really fun. I mean, every and the thing about Comfest once again because you're right, it's free, and okay. It, the people buy the beers because they know it goes for a good cause. But if you can't afford the beers, you can have a red cup. No one complains about red cups. <laughs> Nobody's there. looking for you. They right. used to not. Like the the organizers don't. The police right. would bust you with a red cup. Maybe. And, and it's just. But I think it's it's one of those situations where everybody can be there. It is something where I saw I see patriotic T-shirts and I see burn the American flag T-shirts there. Yeah. Yeah, oh for sure. There were it's every, every type sort of, of thing and it's not there's not conservative boots. <laughs> there is no conservative no. boots. I mean, I guess like if you consider I don't I can't think of anything that even gets libertarians any show up. The there's, the hippie ones. The, I listened to a I listened to a speech from a libertarian candidate while I was there. They also do drum circles, which blow my mind every time I see them. Cause I'm like, I, how, I don't enjoy this. At all. Well, it works like a <laughs> choir. You just throw enough noise together. Like if 500 people do noise together, it sounds like something. I feel guilty. Cause I know there's no way that there's not a ton of fans of this show that like drum circles. Well, yeah, you're a buzzkill dude. <laughs> I don't enjoy just don't enjoy just I do like scout. watching it though I like watching it but yeah you I like just... watch people beating their fucking hearts out on a drum yeah into, yeah. No, into nothingness yeah it's just really hard it, it's it's like I wish that we could have uh things where the state isn't like looking to yeah bust people and maybe Can't I notice rat. it maybe I notice it more than other people too maybe when 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 like Joe Bonamassa fans see the cops at, at the fireworks they probably think oh that's great we're safe here I don't feel safe and even if somebody came and attacked I still wouldn't like feel any safer with the police there what the fuck are the police gonna do no there's plenty of those concealed carry guys bopping around you know i just i'll take my chances you know yeah i just i was really depressed to see all the cops i'm still like i said i'm gonna go every year because my opinion is like if you have the opportunity this is the one time of year where you have the opportunity to put socialism or communism or anarchism in the face of the most normal of the normies yeah and they show up to see it and they you get to they get your reading material they think it's oh it's interesting oh that's neat what you're yeah. doing in there people said that to us a lot oh y'all doing a podcast right <laughs> I love podcasts. I listen to all the ones on NPR. That bums me out every time. I'm like, right. well, you just I listen NPR to the radio, man. That's just the radio. Check us out. Yeah. Check out Street Fight, man. We'll give you some new opinions. We we did. One person was talking to Brett, and they were like, uh, how have I not heard of you? And Brett, you know, he's talking to him. I'm working on a computer. And they're like, how have I not heard of you? And he's like, ah, you know, we're kind of a little like NPR. But, and she was like, oh, man, I'm like NPR. Like, basically, she was like so excited. She's like, I'm a lot like NPR. Yeah. And uh, we were like, uh, we're probably to the left of them. And she's like, what? How, how does that happen? Like, they, they, she thought that, I think she thought that, like, the furthest left 
right. is NPR. And I'm like, it's not even we marginally. We go beyond it, yeah. It's the most centrist thing. We yeah. do. We go beyond it. We go to the left of NPR. I know. It's hard to believe. Unbelievable. It's nuts. So, yeah, that was the little ComFest, I guess, thing. It was beautiful, though. I, I really enjoyed it. Was it was a good year. There's always a good moment uh, with the kids dancing. I, uh, Your niece was asked to go up front. She asked me, which she probably asked me or she probably asked you. But uh, Because we're the only idiots that'll stick our head in a speaker. <laughs> yeah, that'll go up front. I don't mind. We like noise. <laughs> I don't mind it. Yeah, I want to I level up. Keep amping up the 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 uh, volume. So we go up we go up there and she was dancing around in front of everybody and then she like reached out and grabbed my hand and it felt like like a lifetime or like a Disney movie. Yeah. And then everything broke loose. Yeah, I danced at uh, a concert we went to this week too and like uh, my wife posted it and she said a lot of the people at her work were like your husband dances and i'm like yeah at a concert i dance it's yeah kind of like what the fuck do you do at a concert sit, <laughs> you politely watch sit down in your chair take I, it all in you can make i was dancing with my daughter uh but yeah so we also went to another place where they let you bring stuff in too like uh, at outdoor concerts i used to hate them growing up because i was like the sound quality is less than perfect but now I'm like, man, they let you bring stuff to the show. You bring a bottle of water. You can bring in some some eats. You sneak in some alcohol. Well, yeah, I mean, Riverbend. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they really did let us get all that in. Uh, I got one last story, and we're getting out of here. Uh, two Assumption Parish Sheriff's deputies wearing a department uniform were denied service while visiting a St. Francisville restaurant recently. The department's public information officer, Lonnie Cavalier. That is wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. There has never been a cooler name than Lonnie Cavalier wasted what? on a goddamn cop. Yeah. Wow. That sucks. I probably would have written. I ima- that I'm imagining like a Confederate soldier now. <laughs> Does he he dress up like a full Confederate soldier with like a skinny sword? He should have to change his name. You can't be both a cop and a Lonnie. Lonnie Cavalier. (laughs) That sounds like a great brand of cologne. I would wear it. Yeah. Yeah. Smells like like, uh, cigarettes with a little (laughs) bit of Mountain Dew. Okay. And uh, the the must the must the uh, pledge the lemon pledge oh lemon pledge because that's used that's what Lonnie's used to clean uh-huh, everything uh-huh. they buy the generic lemon pledge <laughs> the dollar store <laughs> spray it on fucking everything and wipe it down you know okay so Lonnie fuck I don't even want to go past the rest of the story after Lonnie Cavalier being a cop is a real bummer yeah that me. sucks employees uh cavalier said the two deputies were attending a training seminar and stopped at the burger king when they were not allowed to order employees laughed cavalier said through the drive through speaker when deputies asked if they could not get food because they were law enforcement cavalier said the deputies were told they were out of food from burgers to chicken and received the snickering response when they asked for clarification can we do a live show from the St. Francisville Burger King? Yeah, I want to buy them. deserve our humor better than anything. Yeah, I want to buy them something, a vacation or, or something. Listen to these cops. Hold on. The only response, I'm going to read it like, like, the only response was laughter, he said. 
and any discussion came after the deputies had to sit in their patrol car for a while after being greeted. They sat there for an extended period of time before someone finally let them order, Cavalier told the Blue Lives Matter blog. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this didn't happen. By the way, this just didn't happen. Yeah. Lonnie Cavalier isn't real. No. Police officer Lonnie Cavalier is fake, I that's, think. That's a fiction, <laughs> fictional character. When one of the deputies tried to get the attention of employees at the window, they were ignored, Cavalier said. Just go away then if you're not liked. <laughs> we don't want you here. Yeah, I mean, haven't you ever been unwanted before? Just figure <laughs> something out. You're a cop. I know yeah, you've been unwanted before. You know you're not liked. It's part of the fucking job, asshole. It is part of the job. I we. He, I mean, there's probably a Burger King 1.9 miles away from this. That, Another well, one where the, you can yeah. just go get chicken rings and be fine. Or McDonald's. Or anything, really. Yeah. I, I, I find it highly fucking hard to believe that the only restaurant there was a Burger King. Yeah, there was a Sonic <laughs> right across the street. And other restaurants might give you Blue Lives Matter discount. Yeah, or you're right. Like you might that. get the freebie. You, you might hit a jackpot. Sometimes you come up with fucking donuts, man. You get nothing. It's all zeros. <laughs> Sometimes you get yourself a free fucking haircut. You're a cop, man. Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Burger King is not a safe space for you, Yeah, stop fucking complaining. God, that makes me like Burger King. He could hear them inside laughing, but no one would come to the window. That's amazing. We used to do that to this guy named Nathan <laughs> that we fucking hated. We would invite him over, and then we would just pretend we weren't there. We, we did quite a few of those. Stop, and he would just beat on the windows for like 25 minutes. Just like to, like to a level where like, this guy is so pathetic, dude. Why would he want to hang out with us? Why would he want to be around us? <laughs> like, why would you take this abuse? Turning that on like, the police. Grow a pair, dude. Turning that on the police is nice, though. Now yeah, that we that's know a great that way that to use that tactic. The I practice on Nathan. Well, Nathan had a Confederate flag on his wall, too, in okay. his bedroom. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. I mean, yeah, fuck Nathan. Yeah, know? fuck all the Nathans. They were, kind of, they were embarrassed and humiliated, Cavalier told Blue Lives Matter. This is new for us. We've not had that kind of relationship with any vendors ever. Well, it sounds like you're yeah, living the, the, a fucking privileged lifestyle. Times are changing. Yeah. Yeah. This is the new world. Find a friendly Burger King somewhere else. Yeah. What is troubling is that these same Burger King employees, in the event of a robbery was occurring at the time, would have it, that's how it's written. I'm reading it as this it's is written. the right. This is the <laughs> editorial. Would have been expected these two deputies to take a bullet for them, and those no. deputies would have no, no and no. That's two false statements. I don't think a cop will ever take a bullet for me, ever. No. And um, they just stand behind the cars and let the bad guys shoot at them. <laughs> <laughs> I did just watch that evil genius documentary where the guy had the bomb thing around his neck and the cops just stood behind the car and said, do not move, do not move until his head blew up. So it's like, <laughs> they do. They come in and fill out the paperwork after the robbery ends. Yeah, remember that cop down in Florida that with the school shooting that was just like, I'm not, I'm not going to go in there. I'll fill out the paperwork when it's over. I'll fill yeah. out the report. I, I'll, I'll help up with cleanup duties. Yeah, the re the actions of the uh, so and they, I don't think they. I mean, like, if if some maniac is coming in here to kill fucking people, why would you run in there anyway? I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't wouldn't expect you to do that. Yeah. You know, 
like try to help out any way you can, but I don't think you should take a bullet over this fucking thirty dollars in the register. We could just give it to this fucking person, not let him use the gun on us. You know, <laughs> it's usually a just, de- that's usually the deal. Stop. Just like let him have the register and get out of here, dude. Stop I mean, pulling your fucking gat on people. Who really has faith that the police would get there at the right time? No, they don't. Do I mean, like I said, they just show up and are like, "Do you think we really should?" fill out a report on this you think we're gonna actually catch the person yeah and they're the ones that, that and these guys these cops ain't taking a they aren't getting involved in a robbery situation they were sad because they couldn't get a whopper because the teens and the burger king were laughing at them <laughs> like, I don't think... yeah they aren't hardened for battle <laughs> no, they're they not aren't hardened at all they aren't hardened for the type of battle you'd get into in a burger king robbery you know what is the, what are these sad stuff they tell i mean a fuck i mean burger king robbery is going to be with a goddamn airsoft gun anyways <laughs> yeah what are they i mean like what are what is with these stories where like people are mean to the cops and the cops get hurt feelings well, like, they why this, is that like a thing and they got the stats are out there man being a bartender is more dangerous than being a cop oh yeah yeah i've i've read them all there's a bunch of jobs that are more dangerous than being a cop people in the chat are saying god bless the burger king yeah <laughs> the, so i just i mean it you can't take a hint yeah you just, well, can't we take just a don't hint. want them sometimes it's gonna be fucking controversial that's yeah. been happening a lot lately dude sarah huckabee sanders defended indefinite detention for asylum seekers and children's jails so she went to eat somewhere and somebody was like, oh, I don't want to cook food for you and kicked her out of their restaurant. That's a reasonable thing to do. You know, oh, you bother me. You're kicked out. I want, I look, if I go to Chick-fil-A and you want to kick me out and not serve me, I mean, okay. You know, like I don't get on with that Chick-fil-A politics, you know? Yeah. So I guess I can't eat there. It's not really like the 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 all the press and stuff were acting like it was just this huge deal being denied service at a restaurant cuz you're a piece of trash. And that's really the thing. It's like you can't turn you don't get to turn it off. You don't get to turn being a cop off. Do you understand what I'm saying? So right. like you get all these benefits from being a cop. You get all these extra privileges from being a cop. You don't get to like, just be like, Oh, but now I want a whopper. So I'm not a cop. I'm not down with all that cop shit. Right, right, right. You bet you're living that cop life It's paying with cop money. Yeah. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is cop money. Dirty I money. Want, I don't want your cop money. Lonnie Cavalier. Oh my god, what a great name. Still depressed about Lonnie. All right. Imagine that I'm just imagine like a real big ass blonde mustache (laughs) flowing in the wind. Me too. The blonde goatee. Like a general custer. Like a tobacco like there's a tobacco stain because they they smoke unfiltered cigarettes. Right. Fucking bike with mags on it. Yeah. It's about to get your ass. It's an extremely that's that's a new wrinkle to Lonnie, but they do. They love a bike with mags on them. I love mine. (laughs) They have a bike with mags with a water bottle holder, twenty ounce of Mountain Dew in it. Boom. That's a Lonnie baby. Growing up Lonnie style. All right, we're done. God bless the Burger King, Jeffrey. I agree. Thank you for listening to Street Fight Radio. We do this every single week, two times a week. We also have a bonus show where Brian or I, but mostly Brian, talks to people that he likes and is interested in having a conversation with. So you can get over get that over on Patreon, 
P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. It's a website where you can support the people that make the things that make you laugh. We are over there for $1 a month. You get access to our bonus shows. For $3 a month, you get access to our digital zine. It has exclusive writing and art from uh, listeners, friends, and us. So get into that. We are also offering physical copies of that zine for $8 a month. Uh, And the other way that we make this show work is by selling quasi-legal brain tonics like CBD and Kratom. So if you're interested in Kratom, uh, we now have up to a kilo. I just sent my first kilo of Kratom in the mail to somebody. So we're on all day. If you're looking for it, white, red, green, and yellow, Kratom is available at store.streetfightradio.com. We also now have available uh, CBD pills. Uh, I want to say that the isolate for $35 is the best deal that you can get on it if you want to make your own little mixture with CBD. But if you're looking for a pill or tincture, that has been added. So very simple to get 20 milligrams of CBD every single day. Uh, added to your regimen. There's even one, a, a sleeping pill that has uh, melatonin in it. <laughs> your CBD regimen. You That's part of your regimen. You don't have a pill? Re- you don't take like some vitamins or pills and shit? I do. I don't take CBD though because it tends to kind of make me feel tired in the middle of the day. So I, I kind of lean back from that during the day. Well, I wake and bake every single day. Every single day. Every day. Every day I wake and bake. Get in my belly. So bastard. I wake up and I'm like super confused and fucking rocking and rolling. And the CBD like just clarifies everything gets me on track to make sure that I can take care of all my duties. <laughs> the morning one, especially. Yeah. Yeah. It solves the problems of being high before 11 AM. That is, uh, I can't do that. Uh, but if you're interested in any of that store.streetfireradio.com is the place to check it out. There's a Kratom sampler pack and you can also get a little, uh, half gram of CBD for pretty cheap. So, if you're interested, let us know. Uh, we will answer all your questions, even though Brian wants to let you know he is not a doctor. He's just a guy that Googled how to do Kratom on the internet. <laughs> yeah, that's everybody asked me how to do it, and I'm like, you should just, I mean, you're on the internet right now. I think you, that's how I did it. I mean, I can give you what I do, but what I do is probably not the best way to ever do anything. As you might know, I'm a glutton. I'm, I'm what they call a glutton. My here my advice is just try a teaspoon at first and if it's not enough try two and then go for a tablespoon and maybe it doesn't work for you um, which is a very slim slim number of people because that shit will make you feel fucking rock and roll uh, you can find us on iTunes you can find us on Stitcher you can also call into the show WCRS is uh, taking your calls every single Sunday 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time you can listen live at WCRSFM.org. We'll see ya. Peace. I want to tell you a story about a hot summer night at a bar in the Lower East Side where the air was so thick you cut it with a knife the crowds were so thick it would make you want to cut them with a knife. The rats and the roaches crawling out in droves straight out of the sewage pipes 